0: Thank you all for tuning in to the Liberal Conservative Report. First, a few channel announcements. Lately I've been advertising my website as tfn.news. I've been collaborating with a like-minded group of people in an effort to develop our own network of affiliated podcasts and YouTube shows. We have decided to temporarily take down the website. It will be replaced with something new, something much better, in the coming weeks. If you relied on this website to access my videos, you can instead navigate to my channel's personal website. It's junk, but it works. Just go to www.theliberalconservativereport.com and click on the YouTube icon. If you've noticed that I haven't been making videos as frequent, it's because I've been playing a lot of music lately. I actually wrote a song, which I'm hoping to record sometime in the coming days. I think I'm going to make a separate YouTube channel just for music. I will update you once I do that. Also last week I had my first guest on the program for a long form conversation. It was actually close to four hours in length with lots of interesting stuff, but there's a lot for me and him to review before we post it online. Also due to its length, I've decided to begin posting my content in audio only format. Through anchor.fm and Spotify. I will provide the audio format links in the in the description of each YouTube video moving forward including this video I want to start today by addressing what's going on in the markets we had another big sell-off today now in my last video Excuse In my last video, I attempted to call a bottom. The following trading day, the market fell slightly below where I thought it would, but then it bounced back and rallied substantially since then. If you bought when I made that video, you're probably sitting on some juicy profits right now. You can thank me by visiting my Patreon and becoming a monthly subscriber. (laughs) Uh, I'm just kidding, but I'm not. If you do, (laughs) I will personally thank you by giving you a shout out. (coughs) oh (coughs) jeez. excuse me I will personally thank you by giving you a shout out in my next video if you become a subscriber (laughs) so please consider Uh, now where was I so today the market pulled back a bit losing my bearings here the market pulled back today and it's unfortunate that I was not able to get a new video out before today because I actually saw the sell-off coming. We rallied way too hard and too fast for it to be sustained. Part of that rally was predicated on Trump saying that the economy would be reopened by Easter. What the president says matters. It holds a lot of weight. So this wishful thinking, along with the passing of the coronavirus relief package, led to a big rally last week. But now Trump seems to have accepted reality. He said that the next two weeks are going to be very painful for us. Regarding the market, I think that we're going to retest the low that was put in on March 23rd. I'm hoping at that point we bounce and get a slow, sustained rally. This would make a double double bottom pattern on the S&P 500. Now, a double bottom is a very powerful, bearish-to-bullish reversal pattern. And if traders and investors see this, they'll jump back into the market with a lot of force. So that's something that I'm going to be keeping my eye open for. In fact, this is the pattern that signaled the low point of the 2008 financial recession. Those who bought once this pattern became clear were rewarded very handsomely. So right now I'm buying slowly as the market continues to fall back to the March 23rd low which I think it will I'll keep buying and averaging down my cost basis. And I'm focusing on the companies that may end up benefiting in the long run from this crisis. Consider them part of the stay-at-home economy. I'm talking about Netflix, Activision Blizzard, Twitter, Tyson Foods, Domino's, AT&T. AT&T sports a very hefty dividend, by the way. I also like eBay. I bet people sitting at home with nothing to do will begin to sort through their junk and sell some of it online, especially if they've lost their job and need the cash. And consumers on a budget may flock to eBay to buy secondhand goods over the internet instead of buying new products from brick-and-mortar stores. I like McDonald's because historically they do well in recessions and because they're a global company. This may be a global pandemic but parts of china are already coming back online mcdonald's will never have 100 percent of its business shut down unlike those companies that only operate in specific regions so there are opportunities out there in the stock market this is the time to buy slowly and layer in positions as the market goes down look for the double bottom look for the double bottom All right, it's shaped like a w and you know what w stands for it stands for winning and we will win against this virus. I'm gonna keep this video short, but there's one more thing I wanna comment on. There's been a lot of talk lately about possible rent and mortgage freezes around the country. Lawmakers in New York state are working on legislation to make this a possibility, and both Democratic presidential candidates, Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders, support the idea. Frankly, I think it's a horrible idea. The whole purpose of giving people these temporary direct cash payments should be so that we can keep the economy going to the best of our ability. If renters don't have to pay, the landlord gets screwed. If the landlord's mortgage gets canceled, then the banks get screwed. When the banks get screwed, this health crisis will turn into an actual financial crisis like we had in 2008. The last thing we need is banks beginning to fail because the government decides to cut off their revenue. So I may be telling you that now is a good time to buy stocks, slowly. But if these rent freeze policies become actualized, I'll become a seller. So also, I understand that the cash payments of $1,200 per adult is not nearly enough to cover rent, utilities, food, and other expensive f- expenses for a month, um, especially if you're living in an expensive area. But instead of rent freezes, local governments with higher costs of living should be la- layering additional cash payments on top of what the federal government is already offering. The goal should be to make it possible for Americans to continue co- con- yeah. The goal should be to make it possible for Americans to continue covering their bills, all of their bills, while not working for the duration of this crisis. The bill should not be cancelled because that just screws somebody else further down the line. Instead, direct cash payments should be increased. There's also the problem of the beefed-up unemployment insurance benefits that are part of the coronavirus relief package which just was signed into law last week. Those who lost their jobs as a direct result of the crisis can apply online for unemployment benefits and receive an additional $600 per week on top of what they would normally receive. In Texas, where I live, you can receive a maximum of $465 per week from unemployment. Add an additional $600 to that, and you're looking at 1065 dollars per week. That's far more than what many of the people working in our supermarkets are receiving. It's not right, and it's not fair. And the unemployment offices around the country can't handle the high volume of traffic that they're receiving. The websites are all crashing in just about every state. I know because in addition to being a trader, I'm also a Lyft and Uber driver. I also help people move large items with my pickup truck. I'm an independent contractor and under the new relief package that was just passed for the first time, independent contractors are eligible to apply for unemployment if their work dried up as a result of this crisis. I'm in that situation, but I can't get through to the Texas unemployment office. Others I know are having the same problem. One time I did get through a few pages and put in uh, all my data, but they just told me to call because they could better help me by phone. But then when you call, I got a a voice message saying that uh, I have to fill out the information online. So, So these unemployment offices around the country specifically in Texas which I've had firsthand experience with but I'm hearing from other people online that they're having the same problems the websites are all freezing they're crashing they can't contact anybody by phone it's a disaster so instead what we should be doing is just giving cash to everybody universally local governments with higher cost of living should layer additional cash payments on top of the federal We should not be increasing unemployment benefits because the websites can't handle the traffic and because it's just not fair to many who are still working. Not not just those in the supermarkets, but also the nurses and the doctors and the police, the heroes. It may even incentivize those in crucial positions to get laid off. Think about it. You're a nurse, and you're at high risk of contracting the coronavirus and spreading it to your family you could keep working or you could try to get laid off and collect the same about the same amount of income from the unemployment office what are you gonna do so again areas with higher cost of living should be adding to the twelve hundred dollars in cash payments that the federal government is offering and this should be done universally regardless of work status those who don't lose their jobs during a crisis can treat it as a bonus Those who don't need the extra money should be encouraged to do the right thing and donate it. We can even encourage donations through provisions in the 2020 taxes and by partnering with the media. Anybody who gives at least $500 should get a shout-out on live TV. I'm sure CNN can spare the last minute of each episode by rolling a list of everybody who has donated money towards the coronavirus relief. And we should not be freezing rents and mortgages. Well that wraps up my thoughts for today. Thank you for viewing. Don't forget to subscribe, hit the like button, and share. Good night.